Hey there, welcome to the Strugonomics Podcast. This is episode 16. We're going to be talking about risk and how it's necessary if you want to advance your life, your reselling career, or really just anything in general. I hope you enjoy. So one of the most interesting topics in the world, in life, uh, in particular uh, to your life, is risk. Risk is everything from the potential to get hit by a bus as you're crossing the street, um, to the partner that you choose, to the financial decisions you make, to um, the the career path you want to take. There's risk involved in pretty much everything. There's very few things in life that have zero, absolutely zero risk. So risk is something you need to just constantly work with and you know test how comfortable you are with. And it's a funny thing because some people are borderline reckless and, you know, they kind of forest gump their way through life and everything kind of turns out okay no matter what. Some people play it very safe and are for the most part okay and they might have a great fulfilling life by playing it safe. The most important part is what do you want with your life, what a calculated risk is, and to just evaluate and more often than not try and look before you leap uh my entire generation i was born in 1982 but the way and where i grew up was it was a very roman catholic uh first generation canadian mostly european background neighborhood uh people you were told from the get-go that if you didn't go to school and, you know, get a good job and work really hard and get good grades, you were going to be a burger flipper. And that was the line that many of my generation heard, particularly from baby boomers, was, you know, you want to be flipping burgers your whole life. And there's nothing wrong with that life if that's what you choose. But, you know, what worked for your parents and their parents, that's fine. But A, there are no jobs where you can work for 35 years, get old watch and get a full pension, you know, working that auto plant, which is, I grew up in a very industrialized area where um, people were very fortunate to have stable jobs working in a steel mill. And of course the economy changes and that's not a thing anymore. And even the best of those companies that did treat their employees really, really well, they had to, you know, go down to four shifts a week. They had to cut a lot of benefits because like it or not, it's capitalism and you have to be competitive and, you know, overseas sending jobs overseas and having stuff uh if 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 a company can get if an item costs five million dollars to make in canada but it's two million dollars to make overseas and one million to ship it that's still a two million dollar savings so you know it, it, it's stuff like that that you know i'm not gonna go into politics and the world economy but there's risk involved and a lot of different things but you know that type of life that's kind of how it was you know, just beat into me was if you didn't go to college, you were a loser. Um, and I'm very fortunate that I went away from that path and I did go to college. I have a two-year diploma in policing that I will never, ever use. And I actually had two kicks of the can uh, going to college. My first stint was for electrical engineering. I did it for about two months and I just didn't like it, so I dropped out. And then I tried going to networking because I really like computers and same thing. It was about two months and I really wasn't into it. Um, policing, I did like. Um but it just is not for me. Um, I worked at campus security for a year at a university, which was kind of like policing a small town. 
yeah, so basically uh, that job was an interesting experience. It was cool. Uh, I learned a lot. I met a lot of people, uh, some people I'm still friends with today, but it's policing is not fun by any means. And, you know, there's a lot of talk right now with defunding the police, which I do agree with. There's a huge budget and I think there's definitely a better approach that we can take, but you know, it's not an easy job by any means. And, you know, I, I, it's not for me. So, uh, I was very fortunate that, uh, in Alberta, Canada, there was the oil boom. Um, so there's lots of jobs and people hiring. So I headed out there and I never really left Ontario, which is where I'm from. So I basically um, drove across Canada in my van, slept in it, and got a couple different jobs. Eventually moved to a ski town, blah, 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 blah. And I'm very fortunate that I've lived and worked all over. I lived in Australia and I lived in uh, the UK for a year each. Uh, I've seen lots of cool things. I've done amazing jobs. I've worked at a hella skiing lodge. I've gone hella skiing. I've gone scuba diving. I have kissed a girl underneath the Eiffel Tower. I've my bucket list is mostly checked off, but that means because I didn't play it safe right now, I am 37. I love what I do, but I was a bartender for way, way, way too long because the money was good. And I really didn't have any, you know, I didn't have a trade. I didn't have a, a degree. I didn't have a quote unquote, um, proper job, but I was living the life that I wanted to live. So that was a risk that I took knowing that there's ups and downs to both of those. And I'm totally happy with that. But you know, I could have gone and done that, you know, get a job, get married, buy a house, nine to five thing, which I'm not knocking it if you were into it. But for me, I took a different path and I'm very, very fortunate that um, the experience that I've been able to have and do, but risk is a part of life and how much risk you're comfortable with is huge for you. And, you know, ultimately you have to find out what's going to make you happy. And a lot of times that involves risk. So whatever you want to do in life, there's going to be risk involved. So I hope you do whatever makes you happy. I'm very fortunate that I found the thing that makes me happy, which has its own set of risks. You know, I, I right now I am working part-time. I tried doing full-time with reselling. It wasn't the right time. And I'm trying to find a balance between working part-time and doing my thing and my side hustle. And, you know, it, it's trying to find a balance and making it work and, you know, yeah, three or four days a week working on its own is not enough. Reselling is not enough. You know, playing both sides, but what am I doing? Am I working? I'm working towards a life that I want to live. I'm, you know, if I can either be retired or semi-retired by 40 or even just, if I can work three days a week, like that's living the dream. If I only quote unquote have to go to a job for a few days a week, I've won. And, you know, it's been accompanied by a lot of hard work, pretty much when I'm not working a job, I'm doing a little side hustle, but it makes it easy because I enjoy it. And, you know, whatever you want to do with life, whether it's, you know, you want to be an actor, you want to be a musician, blah, 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 find the thing that pays your rent while the other thing builds its own thing. And it might be, you know, a couple of months, it might be a few years, it might be a decade, but put in the work and it'll pay off and, you know, just even for me, I'm very fortunate because of some good moves that I was able to make and the hard work that I put in, I'm now able to level up where when I first started reselling, you know, I would very rarely pay more than 15, 20 bucks or something because I need to get a, a, a decent return on it where now, you know, I've got a bit more money to play with. I can buy somewhat riskier items. I can take a chance because before me had maybe 200 bucks a month to play with, whereas 
I have 200 bucks a week that I can spend and, you know, some products are winners, some are stinkers, but I can able to take those risks and those risks when they pay off are able to give me more capital so I can buy more stuff. So I have more money to play with. And the few mistakes that I am making, I'm able to write those off because I'm making more money and, you know, thrift stores and dollar stores are great ways to start reselling and they will always be a great place to source. But if I can get something off uh, Facebook marketplace for 50 bucks and sell it in a week, for a hundred bucks, that's what I'm going to start doing instead of, you know, waiting two, three, four five months for that item that I paid. Yeah, I only paid five bucks for it. But if it takes five months to sell, which is still fantastic ROI, like what investment in this world will go from $5 to 55 in a couple months, quote unquote, that's, you know, legal. But yeah, um, just, you got to take some risks. If you want to get ahead, be smart. There's a reason there's the term calculated risk. But go out there, put the work in, do your research, learn from your mistakes. Mistakes are teachable moments and they will teach you way more than the wins ever will. I had possibly the worst year of my life this last year. I'm working as a dishwasher right now, but I enjoy it because it's something I don't have to do forever. I had my heat turned off this winter. I am indebted to my eyeballs, but I see the goal where I want to end up and where I want to take myself and I'm putting in... I'm, I'm suffering now for a life I'm going to enjoy for the next 30, 40 years. So there is no reward without risk. And I hope you guys take something from this. I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, have a great one. So this is another episode of the Struggle Nomics Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, feel free to like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. I love having questions. Uh, shoot me an email if you can, strugglenomics101 at gmail.com, or my Instagram is Captain Flip Flops, and I hope to hear from you.